It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah Health. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. The college football playoff call. Our host for today's call is Brett Daniels. At this time, all participants will be in a listen-only mode, and later we will conduct a question-and-answer session. I will now like to turn the call up to your host. Brett, you may begin. Thank you, Ross. Uh, welcome, everyone, to our college football playoff conference call here this afternoon. Uh, Bill Hancock will be joining us, the executive director of the college football playoff. We'll have an opening comment to make, and then we will open it up to Q&A from the group gathered here. Uh, Ross, our operator, will go over those instructions following Bill's opening comments. Bill, I'd like to turn it over to you at this time. Thank you, Brett, and thanks, everyone, for being here on such short notice. Um, it's, it's my pleasure and honor to be able to tell you what you already know, uh, which is that this is an historic day for college football. It's, it's a great day. We're all delighted with the management committee's uh, or the board of managers' decision um, to expand the playoff to 12 teams. Um, and this is beginning in 2026 regular season, uh, but the board did charge uh, the management committee to examine the feasibility of starting early. Uh, that will be a big step, but the board wants to uh, wants to take a, take a run at it, and that's what we'll be doing. But overall, it's a day for celebration. Uh, not only is this the first weekend of college football, which is always a happy time, but we're able to add to that. <clears throat> the joy of, of knowing that uh, that our board has made this decision today. So we're, we're delighted and looking forward to getting to work on it. And I want to salute uh, the board chair, uh, Dr. Mark Keenum from Mississippi State University, and also the other 10 board members who worked really hard on this. And we would not have gotten to this point, uh, but for the detailed work having been done by our management committee. Those people you know are the 10 conference commissioners and Jack Swarbrick from Notre Dame, who spent hours and hours uh, working on this. Uh, and, and, and all that time culminated in this terrific announcement today. So, Brett, that's all I have by way of opening. I'll just turn it back to you. All right. Thank you. Uh, at this time, Ross, would you like to explain to the group the process here? And then we'll begin uh, taking questions in just a moment. If you would like to ask a question, Please press star 1 on your telephone keypad now. You will be placed in the queue in the order received. Please be prepared to ask your question when prompted. Once again, if you would like to ask a question, please press star 1 on your phone now. One moment while we gather the questions. (coughs) 
Our first question comes from Mark Anderson from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Please go ahead, Mark. Yeah, Bill, does this mean the national championship game likely will be played later in January? And if so, how does that affect uh, Las Vegas' chances of being a host? Well, hey, Mark, thank you for joining the call. Um, we don't know yet, but uh, signs point to the championship game being played later. Um, we have another two rounds of, of a tournament to play over, over the current two rounds, so there'll be four rounds, of course. And uh, that it would, the way we're looking at it now, it would be hard to squeeze all that in uh, and still finish on the dates that we're, that we're playing on now. It's premature to talk about any host cities. Uh, I, I just really don't want to go there. We, we, we love what we've seen from Las Vegas. Uh, we hope someday we'll be able to go there, but we're just going to have to wait and see uh, whether or not the dates uh, fit in um, for Las Vegas or, frankly, for any other host city. Thank you, Bill. And, Mark, one thing, I think you know this, but we are, and everybody knows this, I believe, but we are set for host cities in the 24 and 25 regular seasons, uh, that being Atlanta and Miami. Right, we're talking 26 season and beyond, right? That's right. Okay. Uh, well, well, one more thing. When do you think you might decide on the next uh, set of cities? We don't know yet. We just really don't know. Um, we, we, we'll create a calendar for ourselves. The first thing that's ahead for us, though, is to decide the dates of the games. And we'll tackle that over the next several months. And after that, we will be able to uh, kind of roll up our sleeves and and begin to look look for cities. Um, we have selected in the past, oh gosh, one year at a time, and one time we selected three. So uh, we we just haven't gotten there yet. So I would just say sit tight. Great, thank you, Bill. And our next question comes from AP Stenham. Please go ahead, AP. Uh, yes, thank you for taking my question. Uh, I was wondering, what were some of the major points, and it took a while to come to this agreement? You have a few that stood out for the committee. Hello, AP. Thanks for joining the call also. Um, you know, I think I think the, the points have been reported pretty well uh, over that it has come up over the last year as we as, as the commissioners and Jack and the president looked at all these points. Uh, they were related to uh, just the format itself. Uh, the 12-team format was adopted today with the six conference champions and uh, six at-large teams uh, was something that was talked about a lot. And I think uh, at the end of the day, folks just felt like uh, six at-large teams was, uh, was an important number. And having the best six conference champions uh, also uh, was important. As we just expanded the participation in, in this event, and, and we've done that through our action today, through the board's action today. Thank you. Our next question comes from Richard Johnson from Sports Illustrated. Please go ahead, Richard. Hi, Bill. Uh, were the future sites between now and 26, were they awarded the game with the understanding caveat, whatever you want to say, that if the playoff expanded before 26, so later into January, that they could 
uh, accommodate that? No, Richard. They were they were awarded based on the current dates. Um, those dates were what we had to go on when we started the process with the cities, and uh, they were they were awarded based on the current dates. As a reminder, if you would like to ask a question, please press star one on your phone now. And Brett and Bill, at this time, there appears to be no further questions. Fair enough, Ross. Uh, we wanted to make sure we were available for this. And I think probably the release spoke for itself. And I think Actually, a lot of folks are heading for I think we've had one just jump in the queue there. Uh, you we did. Oh, and Brian. Yep. Yep. Brian Fisher is on with a question. Please go ahead, Brian. Hey, Bill. I'm, I'm just curious if the board provided any sort of direction in terms of the revenue distribution. I know that was a point that uh, George the office has brought up in the past. I was, I was curious if that was discussed at all. Hey, Brian. Uh, no, it was not. That That's one of the, that'll be one of the items on our, uh, list of things uh, to uh, to get going on as, as as we start to implement the new format. But no, the the board didn't talk about it today. You know, I, uh, I would say this: revenue. Sure, there's going to be more revenue. We all know that. There's four new games, four more games. This will be an 11 game event versus a seven game event. Uh, but the board's thrust was on participation. The increased participation, uh, more opportunities for student athletes and more opportunities for people in, uh, in all around the country to, to grow this, this, this great game. So the board really did focus on participation. Our next question comes from Bill Bender. Please go ahead, Bill. Yeah, Bill, sorry to sneak one in here. I, I couldn't figure out my keypad. So, um, you know, how does how do you think this will enhance the regular season? I know that's a debate. And then the second part of my question is for the group of five commissioners and, and how important was it for them to get, I mean, in theory, at least one of those conference champions in if there's ten, six conference champions getting in? Well, hey, hey, Bill. Um yeah, that's not really in theory anymore, is it? That, uh, that they right. will have a champion again, at least at least one, and they might get another one through the at-large process. Remember that it's the best six conference champions as ranked by the selection committee, uh, plus the top six other teams uh, at large. Um, so, Bill, would you mind to ask me the first part of your question again? Sorry. Yeah, I just uh, how how would you say this is gonna enhance the regular season. I know that always became a topic of debate with those, those big games like Michigan, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas, and now the possibility that they would have to run that back. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, this will enhance the regular season. More teams will be in the running to be selected for the playoff later in the season. And it, it will enhance um, it will enhance the November part of the season as well as September, because as you may have seen, um, the ranking of the teams will continue to be done by selection committee, 
and their protocol will continue unchanged. Uh, they may have to make some, we may have to accommodate the, the extra teams uh, in, in the bracketing portion itself. But this will, this will enhance the regular season across the board, across the country, across the calendar. It's, this will be very good for the regular season. Thank you. Our next question comes from Nathan Baird. Please go ahead, Nathan. Yeah, thanks. Uh, just curious, you know, obviously this format was first proposed 15 months ago. Just, can you explain a little bit why you think this is happening now? What, what, what changed or what momentum built that got this done now after there, it seemed to have kind of stalled out uh, going back over the past year? You know, the, the board members represent uh, their schools and also their conferences. And it took time for them to evaluate um, exactly what their people on campus felt about this. Uh, took them time to make a decision. And this was the time. Um, Dr. Keenum talked to the board about that today. That, you know, this, that he said, this, this is the time. It's time to make a decision. Um, we need to get going on the implementation process. Uh, frankly, everyone has, has, has had a good, healthy chance to debate, uh, this. And, uh, it, it, it was, it was just time. It was time to move forward. Our next question comes from Scott, uh, Rabelais. Please go ahead, Scott. Hey, Bill. Good afternoon. Hey, Scott. Uh, I, I, uh, obviously, uh, it looks like you know, some of the bowls will continue to be um, uh, involved with the, with the playoff in, in, in hosting some of these games. Is, is there going to be room, do you think, for, for more bowls to take part? And what do you think this would mean for, you know, there, there are dozens of games, literally, for teams that don't make the playoffs. What do you think this will mean for the future of uh, – of the, the rest of the bowl structure, which has obviously been a big part of college football for a long time. As far as the years uh, 24 and 25, Scott, if, if the bowls, current six bowls want to participate, they will. Um, for 26 and beyond, uh, we haven't determined what the specifications will be. I think most most of the expectation is that it will be the same six bowl games, but uh, that will be up to their responses to the to the specs. Um, as far as the other bowl games, uh, the bowl system remains strong, uh, remains an opportunity for student athletes to finish their season in a great environment. And um, I, I I don't anticipate this uh, change in, in the CFP to have a significant effect on the other games. Our next question comes from Bruce Feldman from Fox Sports. Please go ahead, Bruce. Hey, Bill, I had a question. Um, since the playoff will now mean more games, will there be any discussion that, about potential player revenue sharing component to this as well this week? Hey, Bill, we're, we're just getting started on this, but I have to say, I, I will tell you that the management committee and the board starting last fall 
um, were having significant conversations about some way to provide some benefits for the players. Um, we don't know what those will be yet. We just started on the path for this, but you know, we are, we're obviously doing things for the players now. And the question is what, what more can be done um, to be consistent with, uh, with, with, the, with the current policies nationally. Um, remember that players families have their expenses paid to the games. And uh, certainly the players get a really nice uh, opportunity for uh, mementos from the games. Uh, but is there more? Probably is. We just haven't dug in deep enough to know what that might be. Thank you. Our next question comes from Tony Gerdeman from Buckeye Huddle. Please go ahead, Tony. Uh, my apologies if I, I read the release wrong, but are the after the first round, will those teams be reseeded then? The concept is not for reseeding, but just to stick with a bracket. Good question. Okay. You're the first one that's asked. You're the first one who's asked me that today. Very good question. But no, there's no contemplation for reseeding. Was there talk about it about doing that? Uh, not by the board today. I'm trying to remember if the management committee had some conversation about that over the last year. Um, I really don't remember, but okay. the working group did talk about it a year and a half ago, and there, there was no interest in, in receiving. For one thing, uh, the teams need to know who to scout. They need to, mm -hmm. they need to know a finite. They need to know we're going to either play Team X or Team Y. And they need to know where their destination will be. Um, so no, no contemplation of receiving. And also, uh, the, the contemplation is pure bracket. And if the bracket results in a rematch, uh, the conference game or even a non-conference game, then, then so be it. Uh, the committee will seed the teams one through 12. And as you know, five will play 12, et cetera. And we will just stick with a pure bracket. Thank you. Our next question comes from Kevin McCaskill Jr. from Forest Park Media. Please go ahead, Kevin. Hi, how are you doing today? Uh, what you? factors? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Uh, what factors will lead to the early implementation of the new playoff format? You said that in the press release. Um, the, the available dates in the cities, uh, that's, that's, that, I think that's the primary one. Okay. Um, but we, we also have to talk about dates on campus, um, specifications for campus hosts. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think primarily it'll, it'll be focused on, on the dates, the dates, plain date availability. All right, thank you. Bet. Our next question comes from Wilson Alexander from The Advocate. Please go ahead, Wilson. Well, my question got asked, so never mind. Okay. Our next question comes from John Vogel from NFL Draft Blitz. Please go ahead, John. Yeah, I had two questions. One of them were 
already asked, so I'll just skip to the second one. Uh, early, the, the, the playoff will be expanded potentially earlier, being 2024, 2025. Does that mean that 2023 has already been ruled out, or is that a very minute possibility? <laughs> Good question. Yeah, 2023 has been ruled out. Thank you. We'll have, we'll have a four-team event in 2023. Our next question comes from Chris Summer from 24 by 7 Sports. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, hi. Um, there's quite a few subjects to reach an agreement with the bowls and the release. I'm just wondering, have you all decided which six bowls will be um, partners in the playoff process? I, I assume it's probably the year six now, but have those been set? We know that the current six games will host in 2024 and 2025 if we're able to, to start that early and if the Bulls want to. Uh, as far as 2026, we don't know. I think most of us feel like it'll be the same six bowls, but that will depend on their responses to our specifications. Thank you. Our next question comes from Wes Pruitt from Four Star Sports Media. Please go ahead, Wes. Hey, Bill. Thanks for doing this today. Uh, and this question may have already been answered, and if so, I apologize. Was there any talks of expanding more than 12 teams, like as far as 16? Uh, certainly there have been plenty of talk about that in the last year and a half. Uh, the working group, <laughs> they, they had – 63 options, as I recall, everywhere from two up to 32, which none of those stayed on the board very long. But yeah, there, there, there was a lot of talk about more, and the, and the commission, the management committee, and the board both came around to 12 being the right number, 12 being the number to provide more participation. And I think that was the key. Our next question comes from Jacob Bend from The Lantern. Please go ahead, Jacob. Hey, Bill. Uh, just regarding those first-round playoff games in the expanded format, just did the board discuss any qualifications for the other sites that may be deemed by the higher-ranking seeds when considering playing at their home stadium or those other sites, uh, I think believe stated in the release. We haven't talked about specific, I'll call it qualifications or, or in our term, it's probably going to be specifications, but we do know that the home team could have the opportunity to suggest another site. Um, frankly, I, I don't know of a lot of, a lot of, really good reasons why a home team might want to do that. Uh, I think their fans are going to want to want to see this playoff game at their own stadium. If you think about it, this, this will be one of the, one of the most significant games ever in those stadiums. Obviously four home games uh, or four first round games per season. Uh, it, it'll be, it'll be delightful <laughs> for the fans of those four teams, but we did want to, 
make the opportunity available in case the team had a conflict or something happened to their stadium or maybe they wouldn't have hotel rooms uh, to decide to move somewhere else. Gotcha. Thank you. Our next question comes from Chris Summer from 24 by 7 Sports. Please go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just want to follow up earlier on the question I asked about the six bowl game hosts for the quarterfinals and the semifinals. You said meet our specifications. Can you delve into a little bit about what you mean by that? What specifications are you referring to? The, the, we will have specifications of what we expect from the bowl games um, for the hosts, all the hosts, um, but particularly for the quarterfinals and semifinals, uh, ranging everywhere from stadium capacity to hotel availability uh, to the economic model. Uh, we haven't developed those specs yet, but we will. And, and that's generally the, the, the kind of things that, that will be in the specs. Gotcha. Thank you. Our next question comes from Richard Johnson from Sports Illustrated. Please go ahead, Richard. Bill, do you get the sense that there would be some sort of provision to avoid rematches in the first round of the expanded playoffs? Uh, no, I don't, Richard. On the contrary, it'll be straight seeding and, and straight bracketing. So five will play 12, even though five might be, five and 12 might have played two weeks ago. And that's just, that, that's just like the current bracket. Uh, one's going to play four, and if they happen to, ha- if it happens to be a rematch, then that just goes with the territory. It's going to be pure seeding by the committee. And it appears there are no further questions. I would like to send it back to Brett Daniels. Uh, thank you. Um, I'm sorry, just as we did that, we've had one more jump into the queue. So this will be our last call. Uh, okay. Ross, you want to open up Brett and Murphy's line there? Will do. Okay, our next question comes from Brett McMurphy from Action Network. Please go ahead, Brett. Hey, Bill. Not going to let you get away to dinner just quite yet. Um, hey, Brett. How you doing? The teams that host the first round games, is it 100% their decision if they want to play on campus or move that to a neutral site? Or will somebody involved with the playoff have any input on that decision? We haven't talked about that yet, Brett, so it's premature uh, for me to talk too much about it. My speculation is that the site would be subject to the new sites uh, um, being able to agree with the specifications. And then I, I do think that CFP would be able to say, no, that one just doesn't work. Maybe because it, they don't have enough um, space in the press box or the locker room is insufficient or, or whatever the case might be. But yeah, I, I would think that the CFP would have uh, some ability to say, you know, that place just won't work. Again, we, we, it's, it's premature for me to speculate because we just haven't talked about it yet. Okay, thank you. Bet. At this time, there are no further questions. Brett and uh, Bill, did you have any uh, closing remarks? I would just say thanks again to everyone for being on the call at a, at a busy weekend. And uh, again, we're, we're just we're just delighted by this historic. Today for college football.
Over to you, Brett. Yeah. Bill, thank you for your time today. And I'd like to thank everyone for joining the call. Uh, we look forward to talking to you throughout the uh, month of November into December when we do our weekly selection committee calls. Uh, be here before we know it. Everyone enjoyed uh, weekend number one and uh, glad to have football going. Have a great weekend, everyone. This concludes today's conference call. Thank you for attending. The host has ended this call. Goodbye. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.